Now for the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's the melting pack, and it starts right now. You're listening to the melting pack. Here's your host, Pat Johnson. Well, thank you, Jerome. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the show. The Melting Pat, the next cell phone network. Hope you're well. I am uh, exhausted as always. It's been hot. And, you know, it's tough to sleep when it's hot. It happens. We have air conditioning, don't worry. But, you know, then the kid is in a different place and he's not comfortable. So uh, it's been something, man and woman, ladies and gentlemen. It's been uh, it's been something. I'm not, I'm not built for this. I'm telling you. Oh, gosh. All right, we need to get to a place with central air, I think. That's what rich people had, right? So we need that. We do. It's going to be great. Or not. It's, or we're just going to melt. I don't know. That would make sense for the show, that this could be the last one. No, no, no. It's going to be fine. We're all going to be great. Uh, hope you're well. Today, I'll tell you about our trip to New York. I will talk to you about um, housing developments in the middle of nowhere, which uh, I think I touched on about a month ago. But we've seen it again, and uh, I want to talk about it some more, if that's okay with you. Uh, I'll talk about a movie idea we came up with in the car. Or uh, maybe a real crime, an idea for a real crime for someone to commit. I think that could be fun. Um, Not me, but someone who is good at crime could do that. So let me know if you follow through with this one. Uh, You can let me know privately. I'm not going to, I'm no snitch. I am no snitch. I will not turn you in, especially if you follow through with this silly idea we came up with. And uh, the back half of the show will be, uh, we got a couple of updates from last week with the movie scores. And then our question, uh, so we'll play a couple of those. And then our question was, uh, which movie you've never seen makes people go, you've never seen that? And so I decided we're going to play some uh, clips from those scores as well. Why not? Uh, Yeah, last week's episode was one of the most, um, well, one of the most fun to put together, first of all. And I've never gotten, not never, I haven't gotten that much feedback about an episode in a very long time. So... Thank you very much for that. I'm glad you enjoyed it. And uh, anytime you got a movie score, a TV score, um, we might do a video game one. I don't know. Uh, let me know. And I will, I'll, it, it, look, it, it'd be easier going forward if we just have to plug in one or two as opposed to 12 or 20. All right. So, <laughs> so if you have any movie scores, it doesn't have to be your favorite, just one you like, maybe one you listen to or one that you, you saw the movie on TV and went, oh, that's pretty cool. Send that over. Everywhere at the Melting Pat, and uh, and we'll try to get that in for you. All right? All right. So all of that to say, there's the menu for the show. Uh, but the first thing... There you go. Offspring. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where that came from either. Uh, <laughs> what I'm trying to tell you is we have new music from our dear friends, Sharia Moore. And uh, Trey, you were supposed to come back. You were supposed to come on the show in the summer. Not that I would have had time to do it, but um, now I guess, since your new EP is coming out in October, you'd have to come back and talk baseball playoffs, playoffs, and then talk about whatever else that we would talk about when you came back to the show. All right, so Trey, get your ass back here. And uh, in the meantime, we're going to play a new song. Sharia Moore Band, I think, is their website.com. I'm going to check it right now because I don't want to let you down here. Sharia Moore Band.com. That is right. That's C H E R I E A M O U R Band, B A N D.com for more from them. This song, by the way, is not safe for work. It is on their upcoming EP, Some Songs. That's coming out October 20, courtesy Equal Vision Records. There we go. We got everything. We're good. We're doing great. So here it is. Our dear friends, Sharia Moore. The song is 702. It's the Melty Pat. We're coming right back. Things went down You say that you want this 
But you gotta be honest You give me love, you give me hell But it's all good, I wish you well Time we spent, remember that time we went to Venice Beach, the Hennessy had me on slurring speech. We rolled the tree before we hit the main event. Guess you could say I was bent, and baby, I might just be late on my rent, but never was late for you. Baby, you said you were love me too. There we go, our friends, Sharia Moore, 702, their latest, their upcoming EP, Some Songs EP, coming out October 20 on Equal Vision Records, shariamoreband.com for more from them. Trey, come on back, man. Come on back. See, October 20, that's uh, that's right in the middle of playoff time. Let me see. MLB playoff schedule. We're going to look this up. We're going to look this up right now and see where we would be um, schedule-wise to talk about that. We should be in the League Championship Series, correct? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, we would be... Uh, so that would come out on on a day when the League Championship Series would be played. Potentially two games, like both of them. All right, great. So come on back, Trey, sometime within um, in that frame there. We could talk the album, talk playoffs, talk whatever you want. And then... Uh, yeah, we'll go from there. Or just come back in November like you did last year. And we'll talk about the end of the year and all the wrap-up things and maybe get into basketball if you want. I don't know. But let's do that. All right? Now I'm planning an, plan, <laughs> planning an interview for the show that I've not talked to the guest about. But, uh, no, he and I talked about it coming back on. So what better time to do it than when an AP comes out? Right? Right? All right. Again, shariamoreband.com. Big fan. I love those dudes. They're so good. And so much fun. All right, so go check them out. Tell them I sent you. And uh, at least one of them will go, yeah, that guy. The rest of them will go, I don't know who that is. And move on with their day, just like we're going to do right now. All right, so we went to New York this weekend. Last weekend, I should say. Uh, my newest nephew got baptized. So we went up there to uh, for the day, for the night, I should say. And I got to say, I'm thankful to my smoking hot wife for, um, well, for doing the surrogacy for many reasons. But, you know, if she didn't do that, she wouldn't have gotten a car, and then we wouldn't have been able to go. So it's been great. It's been awesome. My, uh, I got to see some doctors and get on that and get myself to doing things. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Just uh, thanks a lot to my smoking hot wife for doing the thing. So we go up there, and it's like a four-hour drive. So we stop halfway both um, in both directions at the same place at uh, the Hickory Run Service Plaza. And it's it's a big thing. It's you got food in there. You got a Seven Eleven for your conveniences. Um, and the kid loved the water fountains. So yeah, we just I guess she because I went to the bathroom or went to do something. 
And then I came back and he was playing with water fountains. So she showed him that. So he's pressing. They're going up. He's like, ah, it's great. Again, he's two. So, you know, these things will entertain him for a while. And then they have like little massage chairs where you can also charge your phone. So if you give the chair money, this sounds dumb, but if you give the chair money for a massage to for it to go for however many minutes, uh, you can also charge your phone in that time. But it's not a free, I didn't, it's not a free charge your phone thing. Like you have to do the massage to do it, to charge your phone, which is actually kind of genius. I mean, it's messed up. Like, why do I have to pay to charge my phone? But, you know, charge your phone, I guess. I don't charge your phone and, you don't have to worry about it. But anyway, um, I'm, I like obsessively charge my phone. So uh, like when my battery gets below, I don't know, 72%, I'm like, oh, got to plug it in. Uh, I know that's probably bad for the battery, but I uh, I mean, I run my phones into the ground if we're being real. You know, I, I don't get a new phone until my phone literally stops working. And so it'll be a bit. So anyway, uh, we go up there. We had a nice time. We got up there Saturday night, stayed in a little hotel there, hung out with the nieces and nephews. And then, you know, mass was mass, and the kid lasted longer than I thought he would. And so Jill took him out. I was, you know, we were like up front because, again, our, uh, the little guy, the newest guy, was the star of the show. And I guess I'm, you know, part of that in some way. And so I'm up front. We're front and center, front row, and uh, not really center. But so Jill took him out. She said uh, they went outside for a while. They did a lap around the church and then came back uh, to the back of the church. And there were some women back there who, uh, some, you know, old church ladies, right? And they took to the kid immediately because old ladies uh, like taking it, like, um, I don't know, playing with the kids, I guess. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so they were uh, they were doing that. The mass, mass was mass and everybody was cool, right? So it went, uh, I think, as well as it could have. As well as it could have. Yeah, it could have been worse. I mean, the kid freaked out, of course, because you got to sit still and he's not uh, too good at that because he's two. And... um you know, I think it went, well, all things considered, I think it went okay. I think it went okay. Uh, and then he ran around with his cousins and then, you know, got in the car, fell asleep, woke up at uh, the service plaza again on the way back, played with the water fountains, ran around 7-Eleven, and then um, that was it. And it was, uh, he, he, I will say, he got very mad when the sun was in his eyes, when we were entering New York and then coming home, like the last stretch coming home, the sun was in his eyes. And he was getting very upset about that. But other than that, he was really good in the car. And really good, like overall, really good, which was awesome. So, um, solid time. And I just, uh, you know, I'm I'm thankful for my smoking hot wife again for many reasons. But especially because if, uh, if she didn't do the surrogacy, she wouldn't have the car. We wouldn't be able to go. And then um, this show would be more boring. So, there you go. Or I'd... Have more bus stories, I guess. I don't know. But uh, that was that. It was a solid time. Good time to see. Uh, good seeing everybody. It was a solid uh, solid trip. And I will say, let's. Um, how do we transition here? Well, I guess first we do the little uh, Pat Peeve, and then we'll do the idea we came up with while we're going up there. So I mentioned a couple months ago that we saw like a, a development, a housing development that was like right on an interstate, right on the highway. And we're like, wow, that sucks if you're a kid and your mom or dad doesn't have, or whoever, doesn't have a car because there's nothing here. And I'm like, wow, yeah, that does suck. That's terrible. So we're driving up the turnpike and we see several of these little developments, like brand new houses. They all look the same. Um, you know, quickly went up. Somebody, you know, developer buys the land, builds the same house six or seven times and pays or charges, you know, half a million dollars or whatever. Um so like the location, I guess the location, if you're, if that's where you want to be, it works out. But I'm just thinking, cause like it's right off the turnpike. So like, yeah, you're close to a thing, but then you look around in the immediate vicinity and there's nothing. It's just trees and then road and then some more trees and that's it. And I'm just thinking like, first of all, why the hell would you like, I find my neighborhood too noisy. Like, and I, <laughs> and I don't live downtown, right? But I find my neighborhood with all the hustle and bustle and nonsense to be annoying, right? Not so bad that I want, well, never mind. Um, but why would you want to live right near the turnpike? Like, how do you handle all that stuff? And then, you know, you pay all that money and then there's nothing there, right? So like, 
Well, well, all right. I assume if you live there that you have a car and that you will drive to wherever you have to go, right? But let's say for the sake of argument, your kid gets out of school at two. He gets dropped off by the bus or whoever at say 2.30 and you work till five. You're not home till 5.45-ish, right? Let's say that. And the kid's 12, so he can't drive. And I'm guessing there's no transit system in that area. And maybe there is, I don't know. But let's just, let's roll with this theory that there isn't. So this kid's sitting there. Oh, I'm 12. It's 2.30 or let's say it's 3.15. I'm done with all my stuff that I had to do schoolwork and otherwise. And oh, I want to go somewhere. Oh, mom doesn't get home for two and a half hours. So, or dad or whoever, the person with the car doesn't get home for two and a half hours. So I can't go to my friend's house or like, Hey, we want to go and do this. Well, we can't do that because this house is next to nothing. I mean, other houses, sure. Like you go play with the neighborhood kids, but like if, if you don't know them or if they're older, younger, whatever, right? Like you're, it's not a, what I'm saying is, hold on, my ears are ringing like crazy. One second. Sorry, my next fan was ringing like crazy. I don't know what happened there. I don't know if that came through. It probably did. Sorry. Um, that was, I, that, I don't know, that happens ever so often. The next fan will kind of get a high-pitched sound. Um, so I turned it off. It's fine. Anyway, what I mean to say is, the houses, like, it's cool, man. You got a place to live, and that's great. But you're right off the turnpike, and that's got to suck. And then, like, your kid's 12, can't drive. Say your friend lives, I don't know, somewhere not in the uh, immediate neighborhood. So you can't hang out until you're done work, and then it's dinner time, and then, you know, getting close to bedtime. So, well, I, I just, I don't know. Like, I wouldn't want to live right off the turnpike anyway. And then you add in some other stuff, like, oh, like, if I'm not here... Or like, say, if, you know, whatever, the person with the car, whoever isn't here, then we can't go anywhere. The kid is stuck there. The kid is trapped because there's nothing to really walk to, to go have fun and do. There's no like, oh, let's go to the pizza place. Well, that's four miles away. We got to drive there. And it's just like the, I don't know, I guess it's a very American thing, right? Dependence on cars. Like, you can't just take a, take a whatever everywhere. You can't walk everywhere. You can't take a, take a bus conveniently everywhere like you could do in another country, but it just, I don't know that maybe it's cause I don't drive and that that's why it kind of strikes a, a different chord with me. But I just, these houses that like they're in the middle of nothing. Like there's just nothing there, nothing around. And it's like, Oh, I want to go like, say my car breaks down somewhere. Oh, I guess I can't go anywhere. I guess that, Oh, that sucks. There's nothing around. Can't jump on the bus. Can't go to the train. Nowhere near it. It's just really weird that, Number one, I'm certain these houses cost half a million dollars or more to live in. So you got to spend all that money to live right off the turnpike, which has to be terrible. So I'll tell you what, anybody live, uh, anybody listening to this, do you live on or around the turnpike or a major highway where like the house, like you can see the highway from your place? That's what I mean. Like close enough where you can look out the window or walk outside and see it and or be there. To where, like, you're right, like, if you say, hey, I'm right off this, right off the turnpike, right off whatever, um, let me know. I want to know what the situation is over there. Because from where I'm sitting, and from where I was sitting when we were going up there, it seems like a terrible place to live just on many levels. And so I'd like to know how that really is. If anybody knows, if anybody lives out there, themeltingpat.com, reach out. Uh, sorry, that's the melting pat. There we go. Um, let me know, because it sounds like a terrible place to live. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's a, a hidden um, a hidden gem or something or a, some other fun thing there, like some other good reason to live there. Um, let me know what's up. All right. But I, like from where I sit now, it just like it just seems like a terrible place to live. I just think it sounds it just looks. I don't know. Not good. Not good. Not a fan. Mm-mm, couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. So, yeah, just a little thing that bugged me. How like because like these bug both of us, really, because like these houses are next to nothing. They're in the middle of nowhere, and if you don't have reliable transportation or if your transportation is out of commission for any length of time, you are literally trapped in your house. From where we sat, where we could see and try to figure out what the the lay of the land was, it seems like you would literally be trapped in your house, in your neighborhood, 
if you didn't have a car that was working or whatever. So maybe I'm wrong. Let me know. And uh, we can sort this out. But until then, thumbs down on living right off the turnpike, at least for me. All right? There you go. So let's do a fun thing real quick, and then we'll, um, we'll get to the meat of the show, the main event of the show, if you will. We thought about this on the way up. I can't remember why this came up. Maybe we saw a billboard of something. like It was something about employers that don't pay well. And I'm like, man, wouldn't it be, be something if you could inconvenience those businesses? as a way to get back at them for not paying their employees well. So you think like big box stores, fast food places, um, hard like the big box hardware store. Well, yeah, big boxes, meaning like, I'm not going to mention the names, but you know what? You get it. You get it, right? The big box stores, the, the one-stop shop places. And um, I'm not talking about mom and pop stores or local places. We're not talking about those. I'm talking about the big places where the uh, the owners, the whoever, they make the money and the employees don't get paid well. That's what I mean. So we I don't know how we came across this, but the crime would be like something, it's not a serious crime, not something you're going to get arrested for. Well, you probably will, but it's not a crime they're going to throw the book at you over. Stealing register tape. So just take the roll and we're like, oh, like, what do you do? Go to the back and steal all the rolls. And they go, oh, we got to change the register tape. Oh, there's none left in here. What the hell? No, no. Like, and that was the first thing. Like, go and steal it from the back or whatever, and then they have none left. But I think the funnier play would be we came across came on this one. The uh, the funniest play would be if you take the roll from the register. Now, logistically, we haven't worked out how you would do this without being caught. And I know there are some wrinkles here, but the idea is you steal the roll of register tape from the actual register. So when they go, so like you wait for them to leave their station or turn around and you quickly open the thing. Cause all you gotta do is press a little button and the little, uh, the top of the register tape dispenser pops up. You can take it right out and then, you know, click it back down and you're all good. Just a little inconvenience for the store. And I'm like, Oh man, that'd be so good. So you take the roll from the register and you run away. Somehow you don't get caught. And I thought about the idea of like, going back to the same place every year on the same date to take register tape. Cause then it's like, Oh man. Or like you hit several stores on the same day. So it's like, Oh, it's, you know, September 7th. Here comes the, here comes that guy to steal the stuff. And like, Oh, we're going to watch out. For, it's like Halloween, except you're disrupting business. Right. So you're not murdering anyone. You're just like, Oh, here comes that guy. He gets, so you got to like, keep the red, you know, keep your eyes on the register and make sure they don't get the tape. And then, um, you know, you hear a noise behind you and you go, oh, and you turn around and the thing's open and it's gone. You're like, no. So uh, this could be fun if you do this both as a real crime and or a movie. Um, and then like you have them all, all the roles in the in a storage unit. And like when they catch you, you take them there. It's like, you know, again, it's like a serial killer movie, except you're not hiding bodies. You're hiding rolls of register tape from random restaurants and, and businesses. And you say you get arrested this is the end of the movie. You get arrested and they take you. They're like, all right, where is it? Where is it? And you take them to a storage locker and it's just floor to ceiling boxes of stolen register tape over the years. <laughs> labeled by restaurant or establishment, labeled by business. So like you have your one box here of the food place and the hardware store and all that. And you get all <laughs> not mentioning company names on purpose, by the way. Um, but I, like I said, it's like Halloween, except you're disrupting business. You're disrupting businesses that don't pay their employees well. That's what you're doing. And I think we think it could be great. We could be a great, uh, either a great movie or a great real crime to commit. So, uh, you know, try that either way and let me know if you, uh, if you committed the crime and got away with it. Again, I'm no snitch. Should I be advocating this on the show? Nobody really cares. Nobody, nobody important is going to listen and go, ah, oh, nobody who could, uh, Nobody who could levy consequences against me will hear this and go, oh, we got to do this. But um, if you do this, if you do the crime part of it, I had nothing to do with it. Uh, you acted on your own, and uh, I disavow your actions. But if you make a movie out of it, I want credit, or, a, or like a series, a web short or something. Um, I want credit for that part. But if you do the crime, uh, I don't know who you are. So there you go. But yeah, just just a little thing to disrupt 
an employer that doesn't pay their employees very well. And uh, I think it could be great. We, we thought about this. You know, look, it's a long time in the car, so they can't all be winners. But we thought this would be fun. So if anybody wants to make this movie, let me know. And we'll try to iron out some details. And um, we'll go from there. All right? All right. So just a little fun. I got a little uh, little peeved about houses in the middle of nowhere. So I figure let's give you an idea that we came up with while driving through these places with the houses in the middle of nowhere and the trees and the you know people being stupid and not paying attention to the road. And then we came up with this idea. And we thought it was fun. Did we miss on this one? Is that not great? Or do you, here's a better thing. Do you have a way to improve this idea and make this uh, a little more airtight? Because I know there are some holes. There are some holes in this story, in this logic here of how you would do it. But if you have an idea of how to steal register tape from the registers of these businesses without getting caught, and then you become notorious for some reason, um, maybe it'll work. Maybe you do it in one town. So like, say the town has the restaurant, the hardware store, and the big box store. Why they would all be in one town? Why wouldn't they just have the one? I don't know. But let's say that. Let's put it there. Like you're in one location, and every year you go back and you steal register. Maybe you go back several times a day, and you steal it from there. And they're like, he struck again. and uh, Or like you hit one in the morning, and then one at lunchtime, and then one at night. And they go, he's back again. Ah, or she, or whoever. Um, and maybe that can work that way. All right? No, any of this resonating with anybody? Uh, we thought it was funny. Maybe uh, maybe I should have recorded this in the car, and then it would still have been funnier. I don't know. It would have been. <laughs> I don't know. But we have some updates from our question from last week, and then our question, our new question for this week. But we're going to take a break, and we'll do that one separately. I got to go check a thing and uh, get a drink. So sit tight. Here's maybe a sound. I don't know. And then uh, we'll be back with uh, with that. Okay, we're back. I don't know if there was a sound there or what, but we are here. Also, I figured out what was going on with the next fan, the noise. It was empty. So <laughs> it whines when it's empty, I guess, like a lot of people do. So there we go. I refilled it. Now it's a little cooler. Well, imagine that. You fill it. The point, if you don't know what a next fan is, by the way, I think I've talked about this. I will hype this forever because this is great. Many thanks to Ben Beck for the shout out here for recommending the product because it has been a lifesaver. It's been an absolute lifesaver down here. Um, it's a portable air conditioner where it's, you know, it's a little, I mean, you can use it as a fan also, obviously, but uh, you pour water in the top and it cools you down like a little AC and then the water runs out and then it winds and you refill it and uh, it's great. I got it for like 40 bucks. It was awesome. So awesome. So if you, uh, the downside is you got to sit really close to it, which as I'm working, like it's right on my desk. So I am sitting close enough where I'm going to get the full effect of it. Like you couldn't sit, like you couldn't have it on your table and then sit on the couch and feel it. It's not going to reach that far. But um, if you're working at your desk and you got need a little uh, little cool air on you and you don't have room for a fan in the room or whatever, um, you fire this guy up and uh, it's really great. I'm a big fan. Thank you, Ben. So there you go. So I figured it out. It was empty, and now it shouldn't whine until, uh, I don't know, tomorrow, I guess. But anyway, there we go. Did you need to know that? Maybe you wanted to know. Maybe you heard the whining, or you heard me complaining about it if I didn't cut that out, and um, and you wanted to know, you wanted a resolution. All right? All right, there we go. There we go. So uh, we do have a question for this week about movies once again. I did not plan to do two movie questions in a row. But I, just, I thought, I'm like, hey, you know what? Why not? Uh, let's do this. And what we're going to do also is, so last week we did your favorite movie score, and we played clips. And so this week, the question's about movies that you've never seen. And so I'm going to play clips from those scores, those themes as well. So more clips. Again, if you want uh, if you want me to feature a favorite of yours that, I, that we didn't this week or last week, you let me know, and we will do our best. All right? All right, great. Again, I can only play... You know, 15, 20 seconds of each one. Because I don't want to get sued. Okay? <laughs> okay? All right. All right, great. So, update from last week, though. We got a couple. Um, first of all, Lockjaw responded. So, I said last week when uh, Lockjaw picked a Lord of the Rings uh, track as his favorite, but then he called the Superman score, or the Superman theme, the greatest movie theme ever. 
And so I was like, hey, that seems a little weird. So he responded, thank you, my friend. He said, I picked Lord of the Rings for best movie score because to me, movie score is the score on the whole, not just a particular theme. The score in Lord of the Rings is the best score, no contest, because the music is just as integral in painting the scenes slash telling the story as the visuals, and it's just freaking beautiful all the way through. There are dozens of great tracks and moments in the score. Superman is an amazing singular music theme, and I do actually like a lot of the other score. But on the whole, the movie score falls short of Lord of the Rings. There you go. Thank you, my friend. Um, First of all, for listening to the show. No, no, I'm sorry. First of all, for contributing. Second of all, for actually listening. And third, for paying enough attention to answer the question. So thank you for that. Um, Also, can we shout out MAG real quick? while we're shouting out people for um, for listening. Because every week, so I post the um, the show question several places, and um, every week MAG will uh, usually respond with uh, an answer of some sort. But then he'll listen to the show, and he'll have a compliment about the music that we play. And I think like that is one of the best things that anybody could do for the show. It's like, hey, you know, I listened this week. Man, proper, this, that band is great. Uh, you know, whoever I played the week before, I don't even remember anymore. Um, but I'm sure that MAG will dig some Sharia more. And if not, well, that's okay, too. Not everything is for everybody. But a uh, quick shout-out there as well. And shout-out to Maggie, who um, who also, well, got her sister involved, which we're going to talk about in a second, uh, but also dug the track from Proper last week as well. So there you go. Proper, you got two new fans from me. You're welcome. They don't. They're not listening. Uh, <laughs> So anyway, thank you, Lockjaw. Shout out MAG. I think MAG's got one on here um, as well, so we'll get to that. Maybe not. I don't remember. But anyway, Maggie said last week that, or she said the other day to me, that she forgot to mention um, or forgot to recommend Duel of the Fates from The Phantom Menace for her niece. So we got that. Don't worry. Fun fact, many years ago, I was, uh, this had to be 2012, and I was, um, I was walking home from, uh, from Jill's house or from somebody's house. It was late at night, and uh, I see Bump, and I see Dennis, their neighbors, and I'm on her blood note, so I'm like, I see them outside, and they're messing around with lightsabers. And I'm like, okay, well, let's see what's going on. Man, I'm walking by, I, like, I can't avoid them, not that I would. But um, I walk up like, hey, what's going on, guys? What's happening? Like, oh, we're going to have a lightsaber fight. And, you know, we're in our 20s at this point. And, again, it's like 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. And so they just they decided to go at it. And I'm like, dude, this could be fun. So I start filming. Maybe they asked me to film. I don't remember. But I start filming. And if it's still on YouTube, I'm going to post it in the show notes um, or at the website, wherever. I'm going to share it at some point. Um, and I, I used the Duel of the Fates music. For the video, I was very not, I'm still not good at video editing, but uh, I'm pretty proud of that because I feel like I cut it at just the right time and the music swelled at the right spot. Um, but I used Duel of the Fates for uh, for the lightsaber battle that I filmed many years ago on the, on the middle of the block at uh, 1030 at night or something. I know I know I have that somewhere. I'm going to find it and I'm going to share it. Uh, so thank you. You didn't know this, Maggie, that you were going to lead to that little an- little anecdote, but I appreciate it all the same. And that's a pretty banging track, too. As much as the prequels are meh, let's just leave it there. I think we talked about the prequels on the show a couple weeks ago, but let's we're not going to dump it. That's a, that's a whole different episode of the show uh, if we ever want to review movies of, or whatever. Um, that's a whole different thing. But the music is great. And Darth Maul, the double lightsaber, man, that thing is awesome. Anyway, um, are those the two good things from Phantom Menace, Pat? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. You'd have to ask somebody else, I guess. Or, well, to me, probably. But, uh, oh, the pod racing is fun. But anyway, again, that's a different story. All right. So KG is Maggie's sister. Wow, Pat, you don't know her name? No, actually, I don't. And her Instagram says KG, so that's what we use. I, <laughs> I don't know her in real life is what I mean. And so I go by what I have. So KG said, uh, so Maggie texted her sister last week. Maybe it was late. After, I, I got it after I recorded the show. And so we couldn't include it last week. So that's my bad. 
or Herb. I don't know who's bad, who, who, uh, whose fault it is. It doesn't matter because I'm going to do it anyway. Um, so she nominated the unicorn theme from the movie Legend. Now I, uh, I've never even heard of this, but uh, I guess I'm gonna have to check it out. But this theme, I have to say, it's pretty sick. So thank you, KG, for that. I enjoyed that. That's good. That was really good. And uh, like, she recommended a bunch of others like from the movie, and I'm not going to play them all. But I um I did like that one, and that was really fun. And I guess I'll have to check out Legend. I don't, I don't know, I guess. I don't have time to watch movies. We've talked about this. But I'll try. Also, Maggie added to hers. And like I said, with something like this, guys, I get to play clips. Let's do it. Um, She said, I almost got the right part of the Titanic track from last week. But then she added this part from Hard to Starboard, also from Titanic. So there's that. And uh, again, I've seen Titanic maybe once, and I don't remember... I, don't, I, I mean, I, well, I, there's a scene I do remember, but uh, <laughs> come on, I was 11 when it came out, or 12 or whatever. Um, give me a break here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so that was fun. Maggie also said, and there's a story to this one, which I'm not going to tell you till after because I don't want to ruin it. So she said there's a beautiful motif from Pride and Prejudice, the movie in 2005, which, of course, I've never seen, where she's gazing over the moors. And so I want to play that for you. It is called, do we have the name of the track? I think it's called Liz on Top of the World. Let me see. I'm going to look this up and we're going to see if we get it right. I think it's called Liz on Top of the World. Um, oh, I just put Pride and Pride. All right. Anyway, here, it is really a beautiful piece. So hear that and then you will get a story. But here, here it is. That's lovely, right? Isn't that wonderful? And you're going to be happy if you've never heard it before, if you haven't heard it in a while, and you're like, oh, man, it's so nice. You're going to be happy I didn't tell you the story first. So <laughs> Maggie said, I'm going to read her whole thing. There's a beautiful motif from Pride and Prejudice where she's gazing over the moors, during which my husband farted so violently, I thought he <laughs> himself into a hole in the couch. <laughs> So I want you. <laughs> so I want you to rewind the show about thirty seconds. I want you to now imagine. Listen to that clip again. I'm not going to put it in twice. But damn it! That's what she said. Woo! Thank you, Bender. Uh, listen to that clip again, and I want you to imagine that at some point during that beautiful piece of music, that little snippet that I'm able to play without being sued. I want you to imagine that Maggie is sitting on the couch with her husband and he lets one rip that's so, so violent, so strong that Maggie was deeply concerned for his well-being. <laughs> I have to tell you, I was listening to, once I figured out the right song, because I'm, I'm an idiot, but I thought it was a different one, but um. I got the right song and I'm listening to it and I listened to it the first time to get the, the right clip. And then I pulled it out and then <laughs> I'm sitting here cracking up to myself, mentally inserting violent farts to the song to where he might have unleashed. And then <laughs> to great concern from his wife, <laughs> he did give me permission to tell that story, by the way. So uh, thank you, Jay, for that, and I hope you're okay. I hope this, like, was this like two weeks ago or like five years ago? I kind of have to know uh, when this happened. I don't know why that's going to make it funnier or not to me. It's all—it's going to be funny no matter what, but um, I think a little, uh, little timeline would help out for me and maybe the listener as well. Um, okay, so there are your updates from last week. More movie scores. Don't worry, we got more coming. Don't you worry. 
Because again, one of the most fun episodes I've done and one that got the most feedback in a while. So thank you sincerely for that. Um, and so our question for this week, which I didn't plan again two weeks in a row, but it works out, which movie that you've never seen makes people say, you've never seen that? And there are a lot of big ones on here. There are. Uh, Kenny says, Return of the King. Yeah, and so I was going through this yesterday, and I asked Jill, hey, because she's a big Lord of the Rings fan. And so I said, hey, what's your favorite track? Do you have one from Return of the King? And she's like, I don't know what the things are called. And she's like, oh, why that one? I said, well, that's what Kenny said when I said, movie you haven't seen. And so she wanted to know if he had seen the other ones. And he said, yes. So I guess for some reason, he tapped out after the second one. I don't know. I didn't even make it through The Hobbit. I guess I should have started with Fellowship. I don't know. But anyway, um, did we play the track? We'll do it now. Kenny says Return of the King. might be awkward up top if we already gave that little uh, little layout there, but it'll be fine. I think we found a good piece of music there. I liked it. Uh, Michelle says Ghostbusters. That's going to sound weird, but it's going to be fine. Michelle, watch Ghostbusters. I'm sure many people have told you during your life to watch Ghostbusters. Well, you can add me to the list. Watch Ghostbusters. The first one. Don't worry about the other ones. Watch the first one. I'm going to give you, you know what, Michelle? You're getting homework. Watch the first one from 80, what year did it come out? 86, 87? I don't know. And then watch the Lady Ghostbusters that came out in like 2011 or 12 with uh, Kristen Wiig, Melissa McCarthy, um, Leslie Jones, who else was in that movie? Well, Chris Hemsworth, who was the other? I forget. Anyway, uh, a lot of people kind of dumped on Lady Ghostbusters. I found it delightful. I thought it was wonderful. And it didn't, uh, people, oh, it ruined, ruined Ghostbusters. Brr. Watching that movie should not ruin your, ruin the original in any way. Just go watch the original again. You'll be fine, I promise. Um, so Michelle, watch two movies. I don't, like, she's gonna have time. Um, Watch the first Ghostbusters from the 80s, and then watch the Lady Ghostbusters from 2011 or 12. Both are wonderful, and uh, then people will stop telling you to watch Ghostbusters. So really, it's a win for you and for everyone. So there you go. All right. Uh, let's see. Prime Birds, we played his music on the show a few weeks ago or months ago. Time means nothing. Uh, but he says, got absolutely... <laughs> absolutely annihilated at a recent family gathering for admitting I'd never seen Jurassic Park. First of all, my friend, thank you for contributing. Second of all, don't admit that. Don't. Why would you do that? That's that's dumb on your part. Third, go watch Jurassic Park. Do, just do it. It's great. And uh, fourth, I think you listened last week, and uh, you must have said, wow, we got to give Pat another chance to play Jurassic Park music. So we're going to do that. Because again, uh, that's my favorite one, I think. And I get to play a different part. I said last week, there were like two or three parts I could have used. And uh, now we get to play two of them. So very excited about that. Thank you. And uh, go watch Jurassic Park. It's great. It is great. Love. I love that movie so much. Um, Jen says, Dirty Dancing. Well, you know what? I can see... First of all, I can see how that movie is not for everyone. Or like you see a trailer or see it on TV. You're like, what's this crap? And then you change it because you're like, I don't care. Uh, but I can also see, because I've seen it, and I do like it, uh, I can also see where people would be like, you've never seen it? It's a great movie. Bah, 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 bah. And, you know, people do that. Um, but that's a, that's a good pick. I like that as a pick, and that I get to play this.
and hopefully not get sued. So there you go. Thank you, Jen. Uh, Maggie says, anything my husband loves. And so I said, hey, can we get him to chime in? And uh, Jay chimed in that she's never seen the Shawshank Redemption. And I have a confession. I've never seen it either. Uh, I have it because somebody said, hey, you should watch it. And I don't have time now. So I should have watched it in 2020 is really what I should have done. But I was busy uh, making an album. So <laughs> so I had to, uh, you know, my time was allocated elsewhere. And um, now who knows? I got to wait till the kid goes to school, I guess, to watch all these movies. And if I was a petty person, which at times I am, I would point out that Jay did that Jay misspelled redemption when he was calling out his wife on my Facebook post. But I'm not that kind of guy. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna call out Jay for misspelling redemption. I'm not I won't do it. I won't. You can do it. You can say, ha ha, Jay, you misspelled the word redemption. Uh, but I'm not gonna do it. I won't. I refuse because that's not the kind of guy I am. I'm not gonna do it. But thank you, Jay, for the recommendation, and I will get on it. At some point, you'll probably watch it with Maggie before me, but I'm, I'm saying it's on my list as well. So we'll try. Uh, Maggie then chimed in with her own or added a list of movies that she said she hadn't seen. She has seen these all now, uh, but she said she hasn't seen these movies and her husband stone faced her. Uh, she said Forrest Gump, Sling Blade, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, Grandma's Boy, Avatar and Wolf of Wall Street. I have seen all of those except Sling Blade and um, Avatar. I don't have scores for all those, by the way. That's too much. Um, Forrest Gump, I, you know, I don't love it as much as everybody else. Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore are staples in this house. Love it. Uh, Grandma's Boy, shout out Doug. I saw once, enjoyed it. Don't remember much about it, uh, but it is funny. I remember enjoying it. I remember thinking it was funny. Never saw Avatar, don't care. And Wolf of Wall Street, I will say... I don't think my review of, or my rebuke, I guess, of Wolf of Raw Street is fair because I watched it while I was writhing in pain with a kidney stone. And so it just seemed to go on forever. It did have Margot Robbie and, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> so that was good. I thought the movie was good. It just seemed to drag on forever, uh, maybe because I was, uh, again, writhing in pain with a kidney stone. And so that's not very fair. But also, I don't have three hours to watch the movie again. So I think we're going to chalk that up to being, it was okay. I liked it, I guess. Um, it just seemed to go on forever and ever. And it just, I I don't know. Maybe that was me being in a lot of pain. You know what? How long is, let me, I'm going to look this up. Maybe, uh, maybe we're both right. Maybe it seemed to go on forever because I was in pain. And also it did last forever. So let me see. Run, let's, can we get runtime? Do they have runtime on Wikipedia? Come on, don't let me down. Don't let me down. Hundred, yeah, three hours. That's a long movie. All right, there you go. Um, thank you, Maggie, for all those. Uh, let's see. Tom says Titanic. Do we have another? Actually, you know what? We're gonna. Damn it! I was supposed to save one of those. Do we have another one for Titanic? Hold on. Maybe I grabbed another one. Let's see. Hard to starboard. And ah, sorry, Tom. Nope, didn't get. We already used one. We used two from Titanic, but uh, Tom says Titanic. I guess I got, like that's a, that's a movie where people are like, yeah, of course I've seen Titanic. And then when you don't, it's like, really? Bah! And people get mad. I understand. I get that. Thanks, buddy. Um, Amber says, for a while, it was Star Wars. I eventually watched it. Only, the, only one, though, or only the one, though, I can't read, with uh, Luke, I am your father. So I still haven't watched the rest. And fun fact, I know everyone knows this. It's a Mandela effect. He doesn't say, Luke, I am your father. He says this. No, I am your father. No. No. It's not true. And then there we go. Could I have played some more music from Star Wars? Yeah, but there's some, there's some score in there. There's some instrument. There's some fun stuff in there with the iconic line, which was not the original, right? Everybody knows this. I'm not going to talk about it. Um, but thank you, Amber. I think you're good, actually. I really do. Like, you've only seen Empire Strikes Back. I, I think you're actually fine. If you don't, 
let me see, if you don't like Star Wars that much, like if you don't care and you only want to see one, I think Empire Strikes Back is the one, right? So Amber, I think you're fine. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. Meg says, Avatar, the blue people won. Neither of them. No desire either. Yeah, I don't... uh, Do we have some Avatar music? One. You know what? Let's find some. I don't want to see those movies either. I don't care. They don't. I, they mean nothing to me. Everyone says, "Oh, you got to watch Brad." And I'm, I, what's it about? I don't care. I really like. You start explaining it, and I'm already out. I don't care. But I'm sure the music is great because movie music is usually great. So there we go. Thanks, Meg. Don't watch it. Don't do it. Stay, stay strong. Damn it. You probably are not being pressured that much. But anyway, thank you very much, Mag. See, I knew we'd come back. Says any recent Star Wars? I feel like we said this last week when it took. 13 or 14 tracks to get to Star Wars. Are we over it? Or not we, like, I mean, like, collectively. Or, or like, are you still getting grief for not seeing a recent Star Wars movie? Or is it like, oh, you should see this movie? I'm not discounting your experience. I'm trying to figure out where in the consciousness Star Wars lies right now. Because they have the TV shows, which people enjoy. I've not seen any of them. And the new movies, right? The newer movies. Right, but are people like? Because if you say, "Oh, I've never seen," you know, the original trilogy, people freak out about that. But are people still kind of getting mad at you for not seeing the like the latest trilogy? I wonder. Let me know. Let me know. I know you, that you're going to listen, so I'd like to know. Uh, Gertner says, "I've never seen any Star Wars movie, any Indiana Jones movie, any Die Hard, any Batman movie, post Batman Forever, or whatever the one that had Arnold as Mister Freeze." and Jim Carrey as the Riddler. Well, what I could have done if I really had time to put in the work is gotten some music from from all of those, even though we already played two of them. Uh, but instead, I'll give you this. Can you feel it coming? The icy cold of space. <sighs> and uh, yeah, Gertner did uh, clarify that Batman and Robin was the last Batman he's seen, and he did not enjoy it. So, I mean, like if that was the one that I had seen... I'd be like, oh, another Batman? It might be another crappy one like that. Ugh. You know, I get it. My wife loves that movie, but I mean, it's, whatever. It's it's Batman. The suit has nipples. It's it's something else. Uh, just watch the animated series. You'll be fine. Lockjaw says Jaws. Really? Wow. I, I Well, here it is. I don't know why I'm shocked about that one more than the others. I just feel like that, like everyone at some point has, has given in, not given in, but everyone, that's my water bottle, by the way, making that noise. Um, everyone at some point has seen, has just sat down to watch Jaws because everyone's like, oh man, Jaws, shark, man, need a bigger boat, right? Uh, maybe not. Uh, well, apparently not. Lockjaw, well, not apparently, definitely not. Lockjaw has not seen it, but thanks, buddy. I appreciate your input as always. Destor says, Casablanca. I bought it last week, though, so that'll change soon. So here we go. And he did come back to update, by the way, that he has seen the movie. And did he enjoy it? I don't know. Should we look it up? Should try to find his answer real quick? Let me see. Oh, he said he watched it. And it was good for the genre, whatever that means. I've never seen it. I couldn't tell you a thing about it. I've never seen Gone with the Wind either. People freak out about that. Um, but yeah, there you go. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it, I guess, in some way. If good for the genre means you like the movie, that works. No, I, I get it. I know what he means. I know what he means. Uh, oh, man. This is, no, I don't have a clip for this, but I have to shout out our friend Poop from Wiener Dude with my maybe my favorite username of all time. Name a movie, chances are I've seen it. And he threw in a salute. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate you, man. Have a good day. I just, I, I know. Did I have to read that? No, but I like to read comments that I get if I can. Uh, Dr. Ray says, for the longest time, it was Forrest Gump, but now it's probably Field of Dreams. Uh, 
I like Field of Dreams. I've been to Field of Dreams. It's it's a real place. Uh, I do want to see a game there. I would like because now that Major League Baseball does the Field of Dreams game, I would like to go see a game there. Um, but it was cool, man. I got to go there when I was like eight. It was fun. Pretty neat. The corn wasn't up. It was like April, so that sucked. So the corn wasn't up. But uh, and my mom tried to knock on the door for Kevin Costner, and they said no. Uh, whoever was there said no, and so that that sucked. But um, it's all good, man. You watch it whenever you want, whenever you want. Did you like Forrest Gump, by the way? When you finally watched it, did you like it? I thought it was okay. All right. Anyway, um, thanks, buddy. Mallory says the Rocky series, all of them. That's fair. You're not expected to watch those. That's a guy thing, right? That's a, It's a weird thing to say. But like if I said to Jill, hey, have you seen a Rocky movie? And she says, no. I'm not going to be like, what do you mean you've never seen Rocky? Because like, who cares, first of all? But if I say, oh, I've only seen like one or two of them, people would probably be like, dude, what are you doing? Watch Rocky. Brr. I've seen the first one. And the other ones I think I've only seen on TV. So really, I've only seen the first one. Doesn't really count. I've said before on the show... Um, if the only time you've seen a movie is on TV, you haven't seen it because it's edited, it's cut down, you, you miss stuff. It's all like, you don't see, you haven't seen the movie as intended if you've only seen it on TV. So if you've seen the movie and then you watch it on TV later and you realize they cut out a scene, that's different, right? Or whatever, right? So like, if you're just watching it, they're like, oh yeah, back to the future. Boom. We'll put that on. Um, you know, I've seen those movies plenty of times, so Anyway, thank you, Mallory. Smelly Meatball says, Goodfellas, don't think I've ever seen it, and any potential memories are probably from The Godfather instead. Well, here's uh, here's Goodfellas. And fun fact, I've never seen Goodfellas either. Nope, it's on the list. People have told me about it for years, that I should watch it. I've never seen it. I have no frame of reference for it. Um, it's on the list. I'll try. I will try. Uh, <laughs> thanks, buddy. I hope you, If you want to go see it, I hope you see it soon. Go see it like it's in theaters. If you want to watch it, I hope you watch it soon. Thanks, man. Uh, Guru Dewey says, none of the Indiana Jones movies, and I'm going to keep it that way. I love the conviction. I love it. We don't need another clip. We're good. I did it. Uh, <laughs> no, I like the conviction, though, man. Like, if people are bothering you about seeing Indiana Jones or, you know, The Godfather or whatever, if people are bugging you and you're like, you know what? After all this time, screw it. I don't want to watch them anyway. So go ahead, man. I like that. Good stuff. Thank you. Uh, Splaya, or Splaya, I don't know how to read says any of the bad somebody's going to hear this and go you idiot it's obviously and i don't know which one it is um any of the back to the future movies wow and like on purpose or just like you never watched it and now it's like eh who cares right because if you don't want to watch them like that's different right i mean and that's fine too like you're allowed to not want to see movies or whatever like that's okay but i don't know, i feel like back to the future like you've at least caught some of that at some point but like to actively avoid. I like Guru Dewey, though, the suggestion or the conviction of I'm never going to watch them, which I think is great. If you, I mean, like, I like Indiana Jones movies. I think they're good. I've seen, oh, I haven't seen the latest one, but um, I like the franchise generally. And uh, I felt that way about Lord of the Rings, where, like, I'm, I'm not going to watch them. She's never going to watch them. Because everybody was like, oh, you got to see, I'm like, I, I don't care. I just don't care. But you know what I think I'll do, though, is... um. Again, if somebody wants to take the kid for a day, we can watch them all, the first three anyway. So I have an idea of what everyone's talking. And like I said, my wife loves those movies. So I feel like I should. we should try to make some time. I should try to sit down and uh, and enjoy those with her. I think that'd be great. Because she did watch the Bourne movies with me. So we should probably do that. All right. Uh, do we have any more? We have one more. From Judge Greg, Amanda, and Brian Amato. Thank you for weighing in. This is also mine where people give me the most grief for not seeing this movie, it's The Godfather.
yeah, I've never, I don't know. Like I've heard people talk about it a lot and you know, it's, it's a, obviously a famous movie. Um, it's a longer movie. I remember when Josh was on the show a couple of years ago, when we talked about movies longer than two hours and how I generally, like if the runtime is, is more than two hours, I'm going to shy away because I just feel like you should be able to tell your story in less time than that. And it just like, I don't know. It, like if, if I'm going in and like when I saw Avengers or whatever the one was that we saw, I didn't know how long it was. I didn't check. I didn't know. Cause I was like, all right, we got to see, like, we're going to wrap this like phase of the story. So we got to see this movie. We've seen all the rest of them. So now I got to wrap this phase. And now we're like two phases behind or something. But I didn't know that it was going to be so long. It didn't feel that long. Like it kind of breezed along, breezed through, not in a bad way. But I don't know. I guess now I, I, I don't know. Now I'm conscious of it, how long a movie is and how long I do or don't want to sit for something. But uh, I feel like I should watch The Godfather. And uh, I'll let you know if I do. I think I have it somewhere. I think we have it upstairs. Uh, or actually, if it's on DVD, it'd be right down here. Because we started a project, by the way some months ago, because we thought we we're going to have to get rid of this big bookcase. This has nothing to do with uh, with movies or uh, with movie scores, but we thought we'd have to get rid of this big bookcase we have in our dining room, because it would become a tipping hazard. And that bookcase held a lot of our DVDs. And so we got um, like a book with a bunch of sleeves in it so we could get rid of the cases and keep them all in this big binder. And uh, we haven't had time to do that yet. So right now, all of our DVDs are sitting in bags and baskets in the basement, and we're waiting for some time to sit down here. Also, also we got to wait for it to cool down. I think that's really, because now at this point, it's really hot. So we got to wait. It's a fall activity. We can sit down here in uh, late October, early November maybe, and or maybe early October, I don't know, um, and sort those and get them all into into the thing and then free up some space down here too. Because that's always that's like I said a few months ago. That is the plan to free up some space. Anyway, nothing to do with the movies or the movie scores. It has to do with physical movies and us needing time to clean things up. But um, anyway, I've never seen The Godfather, so there you go. I've never seen Goodwill Hunting either, and people give me uh, some grief on that. So those are my two, I guess. I've seen. I should say I haven't seen a lot of movies, and people um, are always uh, not always, but often up in arms about movies I've not seen. And I just, I don't have time. I don't have time. I'll watch TV. I'd rather watch a TV show if we're being real. So let me know about that, and then I'll add it to my list. And then when I have time, when I'm not super busy, I'll watch it and let you know. I'll review the pilot on the show, and I will let you know. All right? But thank you, everyone, for weighing in on your uh, on your movies. Maybe can we make it three in a row for the movie questions on the show? I don't know. We're going to try. Maybe we won't. I, what else could I do? I'm not sure. Anyway... Um, if you have any of uh, movies you haven't seen and people get mad about it or your favorite movie score, let me know and we will plug them in and talk about them as, uh, as we go along. All right. All right. Thanks everyone. Appreciate your answers. And, uh, that's about that for the show. Before we go, let me let you know, we are in football season and your game of the week for week one. I got to text my experts. Um, the San Francisco 49ers at the Pittsburgh Steelers. So there you go. Make your pick. If you want to get in to the Pick'em, you have until kickoff on Sunday for this game to get in for this week. After that, you'll take a loss for week one and you'll pick up with week two. All right. Again, um, I pick a game every week through the Super Bowl. Well, the playoff matchups are decided in that. But through the regular season, I pick a game. I send it to you. You pick who you think is going to win. And the person who gets the most correct by the end of the year, playoffs and Super Bowl included, uh, you get to take over a segment of the show because you won. All right? So let me know everywhere at the Meltic Pat if you want to get involved, uh, you want your name on the list, and let me know the best way to get in touch with you, and then we will, uh, we'll, I'll send you the picks that way. All right? All right. That's all. Break. That was bad. That's better. Maybe not. I don't know. Anyway, we're all done. Thanks for being here. Thank you to Sharia Moore. Their new song, 702, is available now. The album, or the EP, Some Songs EP, coming out October 20 on Equal Vision Records. Go check them out, shariamoreband.com. Tell them I sent you, and they'll say, yeah, that guy. Or they won't. I don't know what they'll say. But anyway, there we go. We're good. 
Oh, God, I hope so. I hope so. We're good to go. Go have fun. All right, this has been an 8 Boiling production. Until next time, my friends, have fun. Be safe. Thank a veteran. Wear your mask, wash your hands, get vaccinated and boosted when you can. And of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. TheMelticPat.com for all of my stuff. No G-Love today because we've been here a bit. Um, but check them out anyway. Philadelphonic.com for more. From them, you're going to hear music from me. From me, I, I wrote this and made it. I did it. I did that. Me, in my apartment, in 2015. Will I make it a full song? I don't know. Do you want to help me make it a full song? That sounds great. Let's do that. I'll remember how to play it. Maybe. Or we'll make something new. Let's do that. All right? All right, we're going to go. <laughs> we are going to go. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful day. Have a great week. Have fun doing all the things that you do. And I will talk to you when I talk to you. All right? Thank you. Thank you. I love you. See you later. You've been inside the Melty Pat on the Next Level Network. Go crap open a cold one. Mm-hmm.